This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. All right, welcome back. Jeremy Conn, Ken Barkley, you better, you bet. Got a lot of cool things coming up. we got to wrap a bow on this NBA Most Improved Player here and get to some other stuff. I know Ty, uh, Tyler has a pick for uh, at 5.30 for an NBA preseason. Or preseason, listen to me. This has been a long week. Let me just say, so I, they might put me out the. But it's been a great week. The show, <laughs> yes, yeah. it is. No, I look. I love doing this. I'm just saying. I hope I'm giving the most I can give because I keep uh, oh, you everything are. You here. Are. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But Tyler, who's your who's your pick for five thirty? I, I want to make sure we get it in because you you hit a couple today, right? Yeah, you're over. Yeah, so this over this Hawks Sixers game went over, and I mean every shot's been a three, which is awesome. And it's actually been a good game. It's one point game with 26 seconds left. Just some some absurd stuff have happened, but there's been like over like I think 73s taken. So you know, kind of this is what Atlanta Hawks have been doing. So kind of just following the trend of what's been going on. Oh so, man, uh, you feel so yeah. smart right now. You feel like such a genius. Oh, I mean, every great. time I win a summer league bet, it's just like my head just gets bigger, and I'm just like I'm a genius. <laughs> I know that I know these players. You don't. I'm the man. Yeah. So that's how Most I feel when I better. summer league bets. Yeah. Oh yeah. It. And uh, now that I say that, here's a here's a game. I took the so it's Heat Bucks in the next game, a five thirty right after the Sixers game. So I took the Heat minus two, and the, the Heat haven't played a game in three days, which is kind of interesting considering like they've played a ton. They played in the summer league before the Vegas, well, before the Vegas summer league. I think they played in the California or Salt Lake City, whichever one. But they took three days off, and I, it seems like all their guys are going. And the main guy that's playing probably is we need to play is Orlando Robinson. He was one of the leading scorers of the summer league, and they have he had thirty six the first game, and he should dominate this game. Yeah. I think Milwaukee's like Milwaukee kind of plays Andre Jackson from UConn, who's a great player. I think he's in the, he's a winning player. I think he's going to play for Milwaukee this year. He's like playing like the four or five, and I don't know if they're going to have the size to match up with this. And they should have rested legs. And also Milwaukee's like I thought th- I bet I bet them to win the summer league at like thirty to one. They can't score, and I was kind of alarmed by how bad their offense is. Obviously, Andre Jackson can't shoot. Marshawn yeah, Bochamp is the other night that was yeah, the last game Brooklyn beat them by like 30 points yeah absolutely lit up and then like Nico Mannion hasn't really been great yet a good first game but hasn't been really uh very good since so I'm gonna take the heat minus two and uh hopefully we keep this uh summer league run going it's been a been a fun day yeah, in, uh the old summer league oh Hawk Sixers over just you can tell made Tyler's like way back in on all this stuff now well, just said had to win one bet I mean, look, he had. I thought he had a good process on it, too, looking at things and talking about how many threes they shot. You went back and, you know, I'm not necessarily a game log watcher, but I think you have to in NBA Summer League, right, to know who's playing yeah, who so because it's not. On. Yeah, there's yeah. not a level playing field. So um, he was talking about all the threes being shot up uh, before the game started, and he got there. So good win. Um, now, as far as the, the NBA uh, most improved player, uh, do you want to go back to that and, and finish this thing up real quick and, and give your thoughts as well, Ken? Yeah. I think uh, – why don't we do the exercise we talked about in the break a couple breaks yeah. ago? I just think this is this is fun, which is 
we'll briefly go through every team in the league and almost by a simple yes or no. Uh, is this a team where you could see, like, do they, do they have an established number one option that was on the team last year? Like, basically, is there oxygen for someone to come in and, like, shoot a lot more and score a lot more and be really impactful and win this award? Think what happened with Lowry Marketing last year. The Jazz traded Rudy Gobert, and most importantly, they traded Donovan Mitchell, who takes 900 shots. And so mm-hmm. there was a big vacuum, and everybody was like, Mike Conley, Jordan Clarkson, like, what's who's going to take the shots? There was a vacuum there, and Lowry Marketing was able to fill that and take a lot of shots and score a lot of points. And it allowed him to take a big step forward. He became the primary option. There was no primary option. We didn't know who it was going to be. And he became that. It doesn't always have to work that way, but man, it works that way all the time. It really does. And if it's not that it's you become, it's like a secondary option, almost a co-primary option on a team that has very little other scoring. And so if we do that, I, I just think if we go through the other teams, it'll kind of be like, well, who even has the conditions available? to produce a most improved player type player. Um, and that's how most of the winners come about. So I'm just going to go kind of like division by division here. I have them up right here and I'm going to kind of highlight which ones we think have the, the conditions to create that. Um, and I'll kind of we'll maybe do like green, yellow, red. So like green as they do yellow is like, eh, it might have to be the second guy. And red is there's, okay. there's no oxygen available for anybody. Um, so the Celtics I would have is red, like Tatum, mm-hmm. Brown, Jeremy agree. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Celtics are not going to produce the most improved player. Sixers, I would have yellow. We have to see what happens with Harden. If he gets traded, maybe Maxi. Like, but it would be the secondary option. Like, there ain't ain't no primary available <laughs> on this team no, unless Embiid gets really mad in the next couple months. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. The no, Knicks, absolutely. Knicks, I would have red. Brunson, yep. Randall, Bear, like there's just, there's nothing here. Brunson made a huge leap last year. It can't be him. Randall won the award already. Um, agree, Jeremy, on Nick's red? Yeah, they're red. No question. Uh, Nets, wide open because it's Bridges and he wasn't on the team the entire time last year. So he's kind of like a, he strikes me as like a Tyrese Halliburton type where he played some games. We learned that he was awesome. And so coming into the year, the expectations are really high. Now that prevented Halliburton from getting any consideration because we already had like 30 games of him being so good. Um, but I think Nets are green in that, like, there's room here for somebody to be okay. really good. Like, there's room for it. To it doesn't, I, I guess it doesn't have to be Bridges either. That's the other thing. Yeah. And I, I, I actually like the, the comparison when you're talking about Halliburton, because I think it's, it's very fair when you look at the two players and how much better they yeah. looked when they joined the new team, even though they both were still good players. And I, I liked Halliburton for this award a lot last year, and I learned that lesson pretty harshly that – Oh, everybody, everybody saw the 30 games and they were like, that's the new bar. And he was mm-hmm. awesome. But like, all he did was just meet that, meet those expectations. He didn't really exceed them as much as other players exceeded their expectations. So I'll be curious with Bridges, everyone's already kind of penciled him in as this really good scorer that we kind of learned that about him once he got traded in the Durant trade. Well, I'll be curious if that, that kind of hurts his rep here, basically. Yeah, I guess thinking about that, that would make me not necessarily want to cross him off the list, but it would give me huge pause just because, yeah, like we've seen it happen. And like I, the same way, I, the reason I didn't think about bridges for most improved players, because I saw him being improved on the nets last he year, already did it. you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I wonder how much that in voters minds that stands out. So it's interesting. Yeah. It's, it's, and it's sort of like, all right. And then you kind of go to a, a really bizarre second question. Could the, could the Nets produce like a most improved candidate that is not Mikhail Bridges? 
Like that would be the other one. Like can Cam Johnson win most improved player? Like could he be an all-star? Cam Thomas shoot? So, no, Cam Thomas. they're not going to do that. <laughs> so, <Yeah>. <laughs> they're definitely not going to do that. Yeah, uh, but maybe they will do it, but he won't win anyway. Um, like shout out to that one week run where everybody thought he had a chance, but he had no chance. Uh, so the Nets are kind of interesting. Raptors, I guess, like yellow, because we kind of want to see what happens with the team. There may not be conditions for someone to like go crazy, but Barnes would be interesting if kind of everything lined up a certain way. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I like I do like the barn stuff, and uh, he's a guy that if you made me bet somebody today, I think I'd have the most interest in him or one other one we'll get to. But, like, yeah, I I think that's a good one. Let's do uh, – we'll do three no's here right out of the – or reds right out of the gate. Uh, Milwaukee, red, obvious reasons. Cavs, mm-hmm. red, obvious reasons. Yeah. Uh, Mitchell, Mobley, Garland, like no one's penetrating that. Garland's too good to probably win at this point. Um and uh, Indiana, probably a red yep. for me with Halliburton, like completely locked in as the number one. Matherin's a second year player. Second year players don't win this. Like, I don't know if there's a ton of scoring available besides that, even uh, kind of with the moves, some of the moves that they've made. Um, the Bulls and the okay. Pistons are the two other teams. Chicago, like, I mean, <laughs> mm. like, I, they got a bunch of most disappointing players. I don't know if most improved is really something that they're going to excel in. Uh, doesn't seem like there's a lot of oxygen there with what like DeRozan, Levine, Vooch, right? It's kind of like yeah. their core that's going to take the most shots. So they're probably a red. And then I, I would find it very unlikely that Cade wins. He's the he's really the only player that can win on the team. And he's the number one pick. And number one picks have never won, and he was awesome in his rookie year. So I, I mean, I like he's. I just they almost strike me as a red. Like, I can put him in yellow, I guess. But they seem so unappealing to me too. The Pistons. But Wiseman's the number one overall pick too that we we talked about. No, he that. was two. And Wiseman was two. Was he? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're right. You're yeah. right. He was the Warriors, two. Yeah. But the the other part of that too is you said second year player. So we we'd cross off Jaden Ivey. You don't think he can win? Yeah, Especially just, with Kate but, uh, but Wiseman, okay. Wiseman was a guy Tyler brought up on the first list. I'm glad he brought him up again because I actually like, totally forgot about him. I guess it's like, you. Got, I guess my question would be, so like, here's a guy who averaged 10 points a game, who's in a much better situation to score. So this is, okay, we, we like these things. The team success is irrelevant. They can be horrible. It doesn't matter. That's good too. Is, is James Wiseman a guy who could make a leap to be an all-star next year. And that's where you kind of lose me a little bit. <laughs> yeah. That's where it's, that's, but like kind of the point is I the counter argument to that is like, if we had done this exercise a year ago and I had said, is Lowry Markinen the kind of guy who can make an all-star that we all would have laughed. We would have laughed mm-hmm. at that. And so, well, he was the I last I can't pick in the all-star game. <laughs> yeah. They so, forgot yeah, about so, him. But, and <laughs> Tyler brings up a good point with, uh, Jaron Duran and uh and and Isaiah Stewart, who just got a contract extension. Like, is there enough oxygen for him? Like if Cade plays and Ivy plays, can Wiseman even like could he ever be the all I mean Cade's the all-star on the team, probably. And and yeah. Wiseman's probably not. So I don't know, like Pistons yellow, I guess. Uh if we do the Southeast, Miami never, Butler and Bam completely locked in. Hawks never, Trey and Murray. Mm-hmm. Orlando, no, because it can never be Bancaro. I guess That's it could be Franz Wagner in like some kind of weird world, but 
I, maybe, but like, I, I don't know about that. Charlotte and Washington are the two other teams. What, well, go back to Orlando. What about, yeah. um, what's, what's the guard's name that I just forgot from, he's from DC, went Mark to Washington, Fultz. failed. Fultz, what about him? Is that a guy that, could he? So here's, here's probably the way to think about Fultz. I believe he's about like a 15 points per game scorer last year. On that team, with that many, they have too many guards, probably too. On that team with that many players, is he a primary or a secondary option on that team ever? Seems like the answer is no, uh, probably, right? They got too, too I, many and guys I, and Bank Arrow's the one. I would tend to agree. Maybe I'm just trying not to leave any stone unturned, but uh, um, I thought he was a name that might fall into some of the the groupings that you talked about where you mentioned, like, scoring. You said about fifth. Like, he's a guy that clearly can turn it on, but there are a lot of mouths to feed there. Yeah, just he would be a – the fit seems bad. Right, right, mm-hmm. right type of player, statistically bad fit. Franz Wagner yeah. was 19-4-3 and three last year. I mean, he's really good. <laughs> so, so I guess, I guess, I guess he, that, you know, Bancaro's the one and this is the secondary guy, but isn't Bancaro just going to be like, isn't Bancaro going to take another leap forward? Like, isn't that what's going to happen? And he's not going to win. Yeah. Um, he won rookie of the year and it's also second year. So he's, I don't know. They're, they're kind of a funny team. Do you want to try to talk yourself and anybody on Charlotte? It's LaMelo's made an all-star team. There's no one else. And then, you know, uh, Brandon Miller's a rookie, obviously. So I kind of have them as like, they would be one of those teams, but I have no idea who the player is like PJ Washington. Like, I mean, there's just, there's nobody that makes any sense. Like, so I kind of have them as like a great situation, but still a red because there are no players that fit it. Um, and then Washington, Jesus. (laughs) And then, and then Washington is the, uh, is the obvious one. Like they, they traded their best player. Yeah. Did you, I know. They I'm trying not. I'm trying not to laugh at Miles Bridges too. I know. I'm trying. I don't. I, I don't, I don't know awful. if I want to go there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as soon as I saw uh, it, I went, "Oh no!" Yeah. Um, I, maybe he's good for one of his those improvements need to be off the court. But uh, yeah, Washington makes Morally, it makes sense though, right? Like the pool thing and and everything else. Like that makes total sense. Yeah. So the team. Okay. Have you here? Does this strike you as a vacuum? Beal traded. Porzingis traded. Like Poole and Kuzma, like those are your two guys. I I don't I don't know if anybody thinks Kyle Kuzma is like a most approved. He's not listed in the market. There's 800 names listed. He's not even one of them. I I guess. Uh, and then Poole's an obvious one. Like when Poole averages 29 points a game this year, what does he get for that? Yeah. <laughs> like where where does he fall? Can he be an All Star just scoring a ton on a team like this? That's going to be hideous. Um, that's, he's of the favorite kind of guys, like the guys like 20 or less. He's just, he is by far the one that makes the most sense. Cause it's changing teams, which usually opens up more opportunity. He's going to a team that has a vacuum, which we've talked about already. He can occupy all of it. And he's kind of like a high profile player already, but not one that we think is, it's almost like not somebody we think is good. Like we don't actually, mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody thinks he's actually good. Yeah, and and that's that's kind of where I would be with that too. Like, um, and I, one of the other things I was saying is that they had they before they traded Paul, they had five of the top assist to turnover ratio guys in the league. And the only reason I bring that up, which it sounds kind of odd, they still have four of them that those guys are a little bit more passive, and I think it still benefits Kuzma and Poole a little bit more with the scoring. I don't know how you feel about that, or if that does it's a non-factor to you, but 
And no, I'm no, just that makes trying a lot to look sense. at everything. Yeah. Do you want? All right. Well, do you want uh, to do the? Do you, right. I guess we have to do the West. Do we want to do the West? We have to do trivia too. You want to do the? Do you do quick trivia today? What do you want to do? Um. Look, I always like trivia, but uh, I, I'm game for whatever. We'll we'll figure it out. We'll, it's either you better you bet trivia or it's it's going to be more of this. So stay tuned right here on you better you bet on the Becky on Network. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.